88.1 WK and see what up, y'all. This is your girl, Mira. I am joined in the studio by special guest co-host Alicia. Say what up. What's up with it? And on the phone with me, I have multi-platinum, number one single, having R&B, heartthrob, Case on the line. What up, Case? What's going on, y'all? Not much, man. I'm glad to be talking to you today. And no doubt. Thanks for having me. Oh, no, no doubt. No doubt. Glad to have you on. Now, I know that you have been away from the scene for like eight years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you came back with the new album, The Rose Experience. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, what in the heck were you doing eight years? You kind of left at the height of your career. You just had the number one missing you. You had the song with Ja Rule, and then you just bounced. What yeah. happened? Yeah. Well, I was just, well, what happened was after um, after that album was done, I moved to Atlanta to, Atlanta mm-hmm. to uh, be close to my kids, you know, spend time with them. Um, then I was, I wasn't like happy with the situation that I had at Def Jam. So I wanted to get out of that situation. So, mm-hmm. you know, we went back and forth, back and forth with that. They didn't want to let me out of my contract. And, um, finally I did get out of the contract and then I had to find out what the next move was going to be as far as, you know, what, what type of situation that I wanted, whether I wanted an independent situation mm-hmm. or if I wanted to go to another major or, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I had to work all of that out and then record another album and put all that together. So that, that was pretty much what happened during that time. How old are your children? Uh, my son is 16. My daughter's 10. Well, you were there during some very fundamental years yeah. in their life. And yeah, I'm exactly. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. That's a good thing, though. And I'm sure they'll appreciate yeah. that. We but need you know good what? fathers. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And as long as you come back with the banging music, you know what? It's all good. We, eight years. We forgive you. Eight years, a couple months, who cares? As long as you're back with the banging music, that's all that matters. Now, I know the Rose yeah, Experience yeah, so. came out last year in March. Is that correct? Yeah. All right. So tell me a little bit about the album. What? Explain to me the title. What's the title about? Um, basically, it's like my alter ego is Black the Rose, which is the Black Axel Rose. Ah. And, um, you know, a lot of the stuff on the album is kind of like experienced. It, it, they're all things that I went through, you know, this, but a lot of it is, is Black Rose's experiences. So I'm kind of, um, what I wanted to do is have a little bit more fun with the music. Um, I wanted to have a lighter sound and, um, just like I said, you know, have a little bit more fun. And so that's, that's what basically what this album was. Okay. That's what's up. Now, does Black Rose just only show up like on stage and in concert or do you like be at the grocery store and Black Rose show up like, I want some Cheetos. Nah, he don't really, he don't really go grocery shopping. <laughs> he just he like... show in the, he, he'll show up in the club at the at the most, but he, he don't really go he don't really go grocery shopping. All right, now I'll yeah, he's not really say. into that. Okay, <laughs> now what's what's the sound of the um, of the new album compared to some of your previous work that you've had out? Um, like I said, the main thing is that it's it, the the actual sound of the music is is like lighter and brighter. It's not as dark as as some of the stuff that I've done before. Um, which is something that I purposely did as far as the production and the, the melodies and things like that. That's the biggest difference. Okay. And, uh, I mean, it's just it's just really dealing with the same, you know, relationship type of real-life issues, but just kind of approaching them from, from a different angle. Okay. And nobody can sing about love like you. You got some of the best, most classic love songs. Yes. Thank you. That still get played today at weddings. Yeah. When I get married, I'm mm-hmm. playing that song, like, real talk. You got to make an anthem for Al to it. You got to make an anthem for when people get divorced, too. I need you to do something like that. Yeah, we <laughs> <need> <laughs> <that>. <laughs> so Yeah, I might have to work on that. I got a couple of those. I might have to work on that. <laughs> get out my house! <laughs> <laughs> I like you anyway. All right, yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, I, and I killed your dog. Right. That ugly dog. dog. I don't like your dog anyway. Leave now. <laughs> Now, I want to ask you, um, 
let's let's move on from music for just a second. Now I want to ask you a little bit about relationships. Now, Chili from TLC, she has a new show out called What Chili Wants, and she has this laundry list of things that are on her list that she requires in a prospective mate. So I want to ask you, what is on your list of demands when you're looking for a female to be with? Like, what are some requirements that, that she has to meet in order for me to be able to meet your standards? I mean, do you just have no standards at all? Are you just like, hey, bring it? <laughs> nah, mine's ain't as long as hers. I mean, I mean, they, they just got to have, like, you know, a good sense of humor. You know, she can be a you know a, a good person, like kids. Mm -hmm. You know, um, be understanding. Cause you know, if you're gonna be with me, you gotta be understanding. Cause I'm not the easiest person in the world to be with. So. Wow, you admitted that. That's a that's a start. Oh yeah, I'll be the first to tell you. So. <laughs> I'll be the first one to tell you. So. Okay. Um, you know, it, it, it's not. I don't really get into all of that. Like, like her list is kind of crazy. I was about to ask you if you report because uh, you sound like you meet a couple of requirements on her list. You like kids. You understand? No, her, list is, her list is crazy. He said, that's female <laughs> over there. I ain't going over there. Don't make fun of this list. <laughs> yeah, her, her list is, is kind of out of there. Uh, I, 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 her list, some of the things on the list, I'm like, okay, Chili, you know you're going too far. But a lot of the list, I agree with the, a lot of it, but some of it, I can yeah. definitely go out, out of the door. If you I mean, it's just as much that you agree with that you can disagree with. Like, so... Yeah. And if she don't want to, if somebody don't want to bend on it, then I mean, it's like. Yeah, I think um, I think she's gonna by the end of the series come to the realization that that list is some of it is unrealistic. Yeah, because that pork thing is ridiculous. Like every man got to have. Can a I pork have a chop. ham hock every now, now and then? Pork chop every now and then with I some mean, bread. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> I mean, can I have some chitlins around Thanksgiving? I mean, dang. <laughs> you gonna break yeah, up? I, with I mean, but everybody, I guess everybody know what it is that they want, and I mean, if you can find it, you, you found it. If not, then. You're going to be still looking for it. Right. right. You might need to bend a little bit if you're going to dip below. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> everybody got to go about it their own way, I guess. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Now, I read an interview, and I think it was with um, AOL Black Voices, and it, they had asked you um, if you were in a relationship with Mary J. Blige because that had been a rumor for a while, and it said that you, you were previously in a relationship with her, and, of course, it didn't end up working out. She's married to somebody else. Um, why did that relationship work out, you think? Oh, I don't know, nor do I care. I mean, you know how long ago that was? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like, what, 10? Over 10 years nah, ago? Nah, that was 96. I could care less. That's why they asked me why the, cave, why the dinosaurs died. Like, <laughs> you don't know the answer to that? Because that was the next question. <laughs> yeah, I don't got that one either. One of my favorite songs about you, Happily Ever After, of course, you had Beyonce in there. When you were working with her, did you think that she would go on to become the, the megastar that she has today? Did you see those problems? Um, I didn't know what she would because I knew she was real talented. Like, we would just sit and talk for, like, for like hours just talking about, you know, careers and ideas that we had and stuff. I knew she had, like, a whole lot of talent, mm -hmm. you know. So I, I was real happy for her when, when everything like, took off for her. And also in that um, interview, they had asked you if you dated her. And you were like, no, she's 17. Of course, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't date Beyonce. That's, that's true, right? Nah, I didn't date her. Uh, we was friends. Yeah, that's what's up. But she's definitely become a huge icon. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm definitely happy for her about that. Would you ever work with her, like, on a track or something like that? Yeah, yeah, B is dope. If we could, well, the only problem is my daughter would probably stalk her through the whole studio. <laughs> so I'd have to lock my daughter up somewhere so she, she couldn't come around. Be in jail. She'd be like, can you get out of the shot? <laughs> she's just popping up. Yeah, she be the she'd be like the little mama <laughs> in the video. Yeah, my daughter be that attacker, so. 
That's funny. Now, you've had a lot of, you know, great collaborations. You've collaborated with Joe, had a hot single with that, of course, Genuine. Are there any more collaborations in your future with these guys, possibly a tour, anything like that? Um, well, I did, I did some tour with me and Genuine. I did a couple of tours together. Mm, that's cool. I mean, and it, it's like, I mean, it, it's nothing in the works, but I mean, whatever comes up, you know, we always open to it because, you know, we all still cool or whatever. Now, I want yeah. to ask you a little bit about R&B and the place that it's in right now. Do you think that, you know, it's, it's kind of lost its way, or do you think that it's, it's kind of making its way back? Because, you know, a lot of originality has gone out of the window. People, a lot of the singers that are getting signed and are performing can't really sing that well. What do you think about the state of R&B right now? Um, I think it did lose its way for quite a while, but it, it, it's kind of coming back now. So, I mean, as long as it keeps on going in the right direction, it'll be all right. That's, that's what I think. I mean, I mean, you do have, like, quite a few singers that, you know, quote-unquote, but... I mean, like I said, as long as, it's, as long as it keeps going in the right direction, then, you know, it, it all depends. I mean, people complain about the people that can't sing, but they buy their records and listen to their records, so of course yeah. they're going to keep making them. Right, something's got to change. In high places, it's got to be more than just the fans. To, well, not people. even high places, because, I mean, it's not even really high places, because if don't nobody buy it, then it ain't, ain't going to matter. But a lot of times, if, if they play and pour something down your throat, then it's going to, you know, you're going to end up liking it. Like, I can... Say I don't like a song, but if every time I turn on the radio, okay, I'm gonna be brainwashed and eventually, you know. What yeah, that's happened to me with a couple of songs, but I mean, a lot of it. But I ain't gonna buy it. Yeah, like I can agree that has happened with me as well, but it, not to the point where I like I'm gotta go buy this album. They done brainwashed yeah, exactly. me so much, I gotta go buy this album. Yeah, I nah. mean, the, I think a lot of the program directors are kind of losing their way as well with with a lot of the music that's getting out there, mm. and not letting a lot of new artists who actually you know can't the, do have the vocal talent break through. The kids don't know no better, so they just buy whatever's out there. They take their yeah. allowance and buy all the <laughs> albums. Still, they yeah, they're going to they're going to get whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so, who are some of the new R and B acts that you're actually feeling out right now that you think are helping save R and B? Oh, well, that, my favorite is probably hands down Jasmine Sullivan. Oh, oh that's um, a good one. Her voice. Yeah, she, she's a beast. Yes, absolutely. I, I'm a Jasmine Sullivan groupie. So. <laughs> Yeah, I can I can definitely agree with that. She has a phenomenal voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mess with her real hard. So she's amazing. And who else you like? Um, I love Pete Payne's writing and his, and his arrangements. I, I think I think he's a dope writer. But he, what about a um, singer? I don't think he's really a singer. I don't think he calls himself a singer. I either. hope not. He, I think he's, he's he said he's a rapper. He's a sound effector. <laughs> to me, that's. But now you know what though? I actually he's heard him singer. sing without without the auto tune. Mm-hmm. He, he's not a bad singer. Well, then well he I wish we could himself. hear it. I wish we could hear it. <laughs> nah, he's done songs without it. Just y'all ain't I gotta go out there and find it. Then I'm as soon as I get done with this, I'm going to go find a song with T Pain without the sound effect because I wow. gotta hear this. You got any suggestions for me? What what do I need to look for? No, because I can't remember the song off the top of my head, but I heard it. Okay. I'm we believe you. you. I'm telling you. I believe you. We'll find it eventually. That's messed up. <laughs> it is a little bit. Now, I know that um, you, you were, and as you were saying earlier in the conversation, that you went independent. You now have a, a, a new record label called Indigo Blue. Is that correct? Yes. All right, now, what was that transition for you like? Like, was it a hard decision for you to make, okay, I'm going to do the independent thing now? Because, you know, it's a lot more stress, but it's a lot more freedom at the same time. So what was that decision like for you? I mean, it's definitely that, but um, my my whole thought process with it was that I was going to do the independent thing and not necessarily stay independent, but it was what I needed to do at that time. Mm-hmm. 
you know what I mean? Like you said, there's a lot more stress. It's a lot more, a lot more work, a lot more worrying. But I mean, you do have the freedom to do to do what it is that you want to do the way that you want to do it, mm-hmm. which is always a good thing. And I mean, it, it it can go either way. I mean, it can be somewhere that I stay, or it can be used as a stepping stone to create a better situation. You know, it's just it's all it's all one step at a time for me at this point. To me, I know she's recently gone independent. And a lot of other artists are doing the same thing as well. Yeah. And yeah. in order to, you know, have a little bit more control, because a lot of times the labels want you to do what they want you to do, but it may not be true to who you are as an artist. And, mm-hmm. Right. But, but at the same time, the independent route will give you the outlet to do what you want to do. And you never really want to be in that situation where you're just doing something because you have to. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think, I don't think it's two people that got into it for that reason. You know what I mean? Now... Tell me about the single that you dropped off of the Rose Experience. Um, yeah, the single is lovely. Um, I love that song. I was listening today, like, oh my goodness. Yeah, uh, and it's it and is. it's classic case. Like it's current and it's relevant, but it also is consistent to who you are as an artist. I love that song. Yep. And thank Cl- you. And Clarinda out in St. Louis told me to tell you thank you for writing that song with her in mind. Whoever she, I don't know what you what you and Clarinda got going on. <laughs> he like I don't but know she that. Just, she just hit me. I mean, me sometimes up. I just write songs about Clarinda. That's just how I feel sometimes. Hey, you know? that's how I go. They, yeah, you know, you no, like that wrong, sometimes. Because I, I don't know what Clarinda me. doing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> 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 So, okay, so are you currently like on tour right now, or concert, or doing promotion? Can we see you? Um, I'm doing a lot of um a lot of shows like every week. Uh, tomorrow I got um a big show in New York with uh, Head to State. So, oh, see, that's um, why I need to go to New York. That's where all the concert is. Head to State. That's Bobby Brown mm-hmm. and Johnny Gill. Yeah, Ralph Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We actually we did the same thing over in um in Amsterdam a couple of months ago. So now, what's the reception um, overseas versus here in the states? I know I the, the paper is better. <laughs> yeah, definitely that. <laughs> but I, I think the biggest difference is that, like, when, when it comes to music overseas, it's like the fans don't have no ego. Like, you can go to, you can you can have a concert here, and people might like you, but you know, the, the, the dudes might be too cool to, to really get into it. You know, right. they they want to be cool. Or, right. You know, say about people want to be laid back or whatever. Out there, they don't care. They just they like, yo, I like this, and I came here to have fun, and they just right. go all out. Not, you know? not afraid to show it. Yeah, they, it ain't it ain't nothing to them. They they going all out. They gonna have a good time. When you yeah. coming to Raleigh? Can exactly. we get some Raleigh? Can anybody love? come I mean, show dang. Raleigh some love? I was in Raleigh on Valentine's Day. Oh, where? You know what? See, oh, I don't Valentine's even Day. It was so in small. Case. It was. Nah, that's that would have been nice. I know it was. I huh? just would have went and been my own Valentine. <laughs> yeah, I went, I went to Raleigh on Valentine's Day. Oh, that's what's up. See, I'm mad. I missed it. You got to come back. Is there anything else that you're working on that you want to tell us about? Um, well, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I started working on another album, so I'm kind of getting into that now. Any ideas on the names of it? Nah, I only did like three, like four songs so far, and and I don't even know if I'm definitely going to keep all four of them. I think two of them I'm definitely going to keep, but for now, I'm just recording and recording and, you know, see what I come up with. What do you think the feel of this new album is going to be? Do you think it's going to be more, you know, more towards the good side of love, the pain in love, or just a mixture? It depends. No, I'm, like I said, I'm just starting it. It's, it's really going to depend on how I'm feeling as the recording process goes on. It's going to depend on somebody piss you off that day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it made me mad. I'm writing this whole album, and I'm dedicated yeah, like, to you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it, it, it kinda, that, that's what usually happens. It's like whatever's going on, that's, 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 what, I'm, that's what I write about. Yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> now, I also read that um, on the new album, The Rose Experience, 
where on, on your previous albums you did the majority of the writing, but on this one you actually started producing as well. What was that experience like? It was actually fun. It was because producing was something that I always wanted to do. I always had like ideas, but you know I wasn't really like sure how to how to translate them or if they was good ideas or not. And then mm-hmm. on this album I just was like, you know, I was gonna go for it. If it don't work, it don't work. And it actually ended up it ended up working out good. So that's what's up. And I'm you know I'm loving the new album. Leisha, Thank what's you. up? So th- this is my question. How do your kids take the whole experience? You know, daddy's this big icon from, the, you know, R&B icon. And they're just like, you know, everyday regular kids. How do they take that experience every day with, them, you know, themselves? I mean, they're cool. I think my son is more into it than my daughter because, you know, he's a teenager and he's into girls. So, you know, it kind of helps him out. So. <laughs> so he plays on it. So does like, he, does you he, notice my daddy, right? Does he yeah, sing? Yeah, you know. <laughs> nah, he, he plays football. He's a football player. My daughter, she sings. Um, she likes it, but see, I, I always kind of kept them away from it mm-hmm. to, to a to a large extent. So it's kind of like when I'm around them, you know, I'm I'm just daddy. And then when there's like we may go to the mall or something, and, and people start, you know, acting a certain way, and then my daughter she she likes it. Like she's like, oh, they they know who you are. <laughs> right, you gain some daddy points. Yeah, yeah, like she thinks it's cool or whatever, you know. But <laughs> and then you know, I made a, I wrote a song for her on. Um, on my album before this one, on uh, Open Letter. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that's her favorite song ever. So, That's definitely what's up. Now, let me ask you a question. When you're performing live and in concert, what is the one song that you perform and people just lose their minds over? That's that's just like, that has the best reception. Um, you have a lot of hits. Mm. It's, it's out of, it's, it's, it's actually two of them that's kind of tied for that. Okay. And that, that it's either Happily Ever After or Touch Me, Tease Me. Like, uh, I've, I've tried to, like, there'll be shows where I was only supposed to do, like, maybe three songs or four songs, and I, and I would leave, I'd leave Happily Ever After out and almost got lynched. <laughs> like, like, it seemed like every girl in the audience, like, uh-uh. Right. You better not walk off the stage when yeah, I say exactly. what I did Exactly. Today. So it, it's out of them, too, definitely. Yeah, touch me, tease me. I would have to say, oh, I love that song. Oh, my gosh. When the beat dropped, uh, yeah. it's just ridiculous. It takes you to a Brown. Mm. Love yeah, it's definitely song. out of those two. Yeah, that's what's up. Now I know that um, you were on Monique recently, and also had read that you accidentally shot yourself in the neck. Yeah, in the throat. Wow, that like, yeah. oh my gosh, what was going through your head? Like, what happened? I mean, I was moving the gun, and it had a head trigger, and it went up. Basically, I wasn't paying attention, mm. and it and it went off, and it got my attention real quick. Of all places yeah. to hit you too, to be a singer. Like what that's was going through your mind? Well, actually, when I went and I and I didn't know where I was shot, and when I went and looked and saw where it was, I tried to sing, and once I saw I could sing, I was cool. Mm. <laughs> so you was gushing out your neck, talking about you're the only one for me. Okay, yeah, you're still actually, there. That was the first. That was the first thing I did was try to sing. Once I saw it was my it was my throat. Wow. Oh my god. That was kids, the very first thing this I did. Is why you do not play with guns, kids? Well, I'm sure yeah. he wasn't playing with it, but I don't know what I mean, this is. Yeah, leave him alone. Don't mess with Thank God that you're okay. Uh, yeah, definitely. I know it was, it was real close to, you know, really doing some damage there. Yeah, it, it was it was real close in the front, and when it came out right next to my spine, it, they said a couple of millimeters, actually. Mm. Wow, that's amazing. Thank God that you're okay. Woo. Exactly. That's so why I was like, y'all not getting rid of me that easy. <laughs> right. And yeah. I heard that you were, like, recording, like, three weeks later. Yeah, I actually did the first song on, on the Rose Experience, um, Can't Believe. I did it three weeks. Actually, 20 days later to the day. Mm. 
I would have been at church that following Sunday. Right. <laughs> right. Laid out on the altar. I would have been an altar call, <laughs> intercessory prayer. I was like, you want me to lead Bible study? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me tithe for the rest of the month right now. Basically, here, yeah, take it all. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm so glad that you are back. I'm, I'm, I'm telling everybody, this is the new album that you just released about a year ago. The Rose Experience, it's a great album. It's more of what you love from Case, but also it's relevant and current at the same time. And you guys, what is your MySpace and what's your Twitter? Where can people find out more information about you and the album? Um, my Twitter is uh, at KSoulMusic1. Okay. Um, MySpace is the official Case Music. And Facebook is Case Blacks of Rose. 